Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm not quite sure where I was going with that. It's uh, episode nine of the Strength Code podcast. Uh, I'm Martin Kimberley, uh, head coach of the Liverpool Strength Code gym. I'm joined by Sam. Hello. That's Sam. <laughs> it appears we've been abandoned by all the other coaches tonight, which is a bit of a shame, but fuck them while they're not here. Um, so Sam's just been telling me you've just been telling me Sam about uh, one of our members who said she's just binged shout out to uh, Bun by the way uh, just binged all the episodes of the podcast which is nice because that'll obviously increase the chances of it getting sponsored and you know we'll start pushing some like maybe supplements the legal ones of course not like them not them like Mexican ones and dodgy Mexican chemicals. Um, So what was it that she was going on about to you? Uh, She just said it'd be uh, an interesting, which I think is good, uh, about like an origin story for each coach, Mm. how we got into like fitness and, you know, how we started like, I suppose ended up where we are, you know, like a a little path sort of thing. Why you Uh, started training type thing. Yeah, Yeah. essentially, yeah. But I, when she asked me, when she was saying, oh, why don't you do this in the podcast? I started saying, oh, well, when I started, and she went, no, save it. <laughs> <laughs> just, started, just started saying it. Started, she, started she, recording a podcast over a Zoom training session. Yeah. Yeah. It was at the end. I'm, I'd like to add. But she said, she said it to Dougie as well. And Dougie started saying the story as well. <laughs> of course, of course he did. His reason, <laughs> like I could go on for days about his reasons because he was so small. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not here. So I can turn it back out of him. <laughs> oh, Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he started training to get a bigger bench press and he's still training to try and get a bigger bench press because it's shit. <laughs> yeah so that, that that's a pretty good question i mean i suppose like on the face of it um obviously like growing up um i was always like quite an active kid would always do like athletics um rugby football uh bits of tennis and swimming and stuff like that um and in terms of like training I mean, the sport, my sport that like I gravitated massively towards when I was like 10, I think it was nine actually, it was rugby. Um, so really my whole, my whole like experience of training has always been based around one and up, up until probably maybe like the last sort of five, maybe six years, it's always been predominantly geared towards improving performance for rugby which like it's a tough sport it's hard like you need to have like a a lot of different aspects of fitness you need to be strong you need to be powerful you need to be durable you need to (laughs) to a certain extent and I really lack it you need to have endurance like (laughs) I've got like my endurance is awful. Like I'm all right for like a good kind of 10 yard dash and then completely out of steam. <laughs> yeah. So yours is very sports specific. Then your Sp- Yeah. Like it, well, well, it was sports specific. I mean, up until, up until finding booze um, <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of like taking over as like 
as a thing um, for probably a pretty short amount of time in the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah, more, more geared around around that, like that and enjoyment as well. So I've always kind of gravitated towards stuff that I enjoy doing. So like more mm. recently, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm never going to play rugby again. I probably will have like one last like season where I take it super seriously and uh, we try and like win the league or win like win a trophy or something like that. Um, like more recently, uh, it's been, uh, when I say recently, it's like kind of like the last five, six years. Um, it's related more to the sport of weightlifting. Now that might sound confusing um, because people would say, well, that's what you do in the gym. You like lift weights, but <laughs> the sport of weightlifting is like the snatch and the clean and jerks, basically trying to throw as much weight as you can over your head. It's like, it, it's good fun. Yeah. Like it's something that it keeps the enjoyment there because you're not, um, you're not really too focused on it. It, it can, it kind of narrow. It's a very narrow focus that like, your technique's got to get better, your strength's got to get better, and your speed's got to get better. They're kind of like the three sort of pillars of yeah. improving and weightlifting. So that's kind of like where I would be. There's obviously, I'd probably say some like maybe like childhood stuff that like I was always like an active kid, always got like booted out the house to like go and play footy like on the street and all that and go and like play rugby with, with my mates and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and all like stay generally active which i think you can kind of tell when someone is in that kind of has, has had that kind of upbringing because they just gravitate yeah. towards like activities like whether they enjoy it or they say they say things like i'm doing this because xyz like for this or that reason so i think that's kind of where mine is i, I think that no matter um no matter like my age or like how busy I am or whatever, I'll always like try, I'll always find time to do some kind of like activity that like I enjoy and is like geared towards like performance in a sport, like whether it's rugby or whether it's weightlifting or whether it's like, whether it's darts. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I'll always tr find something that has like, an obvious like rate of an obvious way of measuring your progress. And I think that that's something that a lot of people kind of miss out on um, with like the activities that they choose to do. Um, mm. That's kind of like my, my sort of point of view that it's very much geared towards like, I'm not even saying that I'm at any good at any of like the, the sports <laughs> that I did. I was a very pretty mediocre rugby player. I'd like the odd great match. Uh, and every single, <laughs> unless you're the guy who's uh, like the world champion, probably going to win the Olympics, no one ever says that they're a, a good weightlifter. You're, you're constantly yeah. mediocre. <laughs> and I think that that's what makes you want to improve, and that's what makes you put the effort in to try and get better, get stronger, get faster, um, and see those numbers go up. So... I think, yeah, for me, I've got like really like kind of like performance mindset of like mm. my training and activities that I do. They kind of have to relate back to something that's going to be performance related. Yeah. So I think that's probably like I've, I've probably spoken 
for long enough there what was like what was (laughs) (laughs) what was your uh your kind of main main reason why you started like training I'm like, what we did you do the podcast where we we spoke about like what our first programs were? I think you were, weren't you? You were on that. Yeah, one. yeah, <clears throat> yeah. When I used to just do abs at the start of every session, <laughs> and eat, <laughs> try and get abs. Eat, eat a Mackey's beforehand. Yeah, the chicken select <laughs> for both team. <clears throat> so the, the the knowledge was sinking in a little bit. I knew I'm, I was getting what protein, how important protein was. That yeah. started to seep in very early. Uh, <laughs> but man, similar to yours, I. Uh, like like Jane can can vouch for this as well. Like me, my mum and dad are very uh they're very athletic. They used to, my mum used to do long distance running and my dad, as you know, he was like a proper footy player and he was dead fast. Apparently I haven't seen it, <laughs> any footage of this. He drives fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that was just like uh, they used to say to me, go out next you know, go out and play mm. footy, go out and do this and stuff. So Get out the Man, sort of similar, yeah. yeah. And it was good for me because I used to get any. I used to be good at most sports because I had like the long distance side of it from my mum and the mm. sprinting side of it from my dad. Yeah. So in terms of athletics as well, I used to love because I could like change between two hundred meters and eight hundred meters sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I was all right. Do you know what I mean? The same same sort of thing. It was okay. I used to get by. But no, no. I, yeah. Go on. Sorry. Go on. Go on. No, go on. What were you gonna say? It's funny. You sh- it's funny you should say that because I think I've probably got that that kind of like similar thing, mm. probably more so from me dad than from me mum. Like, because he was always like active as a kid, um, and he's uh, he love he loves telling the story about he was in a race against Linford Christie and oh yeah, uh, you told yeah yeah da- Daily Thompson, which is which is a fucking cool story. Like, yeah, it's quality. He got his ass handed to him like by the pair of them. I think he came like he came like third or fourth like in a race with them. And I I always go, yeah, was, that's because there was only like three or four people in the race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, including the judge. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that's what Lee Evans says, doesn't he? He goes, I, I was good at boxing. I used to come second, third <laughs> yeah. if there was a judge. <laughs> There was a ref. <laughs> <laughs> Let's box that. No, that um, go on, go on. What, getting back to what you were saying. I, sorry, I can't remember. Uh, so, so yeah, in in school and that, and then obviously it's it's always the booze, isn't it? When when you start drinking, yeah, you just start like your performance and your activity levels just go down because just want to socialise. Mm. Uh, but when I was about nineteen, between nineteen and twenty, was just like a phase where I was just trying to go to the gym just to. Because I was single. Basically, so cringy thinking about it now. Classic. I got, you know, I got him engaged. <laughs> um, so just like trying to impress girls, like get a bigger shoulders and arms and stuff and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's why I started saying it. I used to, and to be fair, I used to do it with my mate and we used to work three till 10 at after 10 at night and go to the gym at like mm. half 10 till 12. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it was quite like dedicated to be well, there. It's, um, it's funny that, isn't it? Because when uh, <clears throat> kind of a little origin story at the gym before it was a gym, it was just an online service. So we had like basically had like members who would be members of like gym chains, you know, like a like a pure gym or whatever, like mm. other other wank commercial gyms there are out there. <laughs> they like go yeah. and train in them and like. 
I would I would do like all the programming and like all the technique stuff. Um, for oh yeah, them. I remember now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Because that was like because that was like so infrequent hours. Like I'd basically set aside a couple of hours in the morning to sort sort shit out, and then a couple of hours in the evening to sort stuff out. I'd be training at like random times, so I'd go at like. 6 a.m like six o'clock in the morning the gym would be booming and then i'd go mm. at like me and jane would go at like 11 p.m like thinking it was going to be dead quiet and it'd be booming it's mad that isn't it yeah. like yeah. yeah it's just not it's weird but then, but then it, it, it comes back to that kind of like well if it's important to you you'll make time for it and yeah there's gonna be somewhere open like there'll be a gym open just because it doesn't just because it doesn't fall in line with like what you think is going to be um, a normal time doesn't mean that there's not going to be somewhere that you can't go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, no, no. it's funny that. Go on, go. Sorry, I've like completely cut you up again there. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Until I was about 19, trying to impress uh, the ladies. I see. Even just saying that... <laughs> Honestly, it, it, it obviously worked on Katie, didn't it? Didn't it? Because yeah. came crawling back. <laughs> or did you? <laughs> or did you go? You went crawling back to her, didn't you? <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I think we met at a. We I mean, was going to uni and we were at a house party. I don't know. And then the history brought us together uh, again. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what it was. She didn't go look at those giant arms or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, and then I left. I didn't really train then for about a year or two, or I was in and out. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll start next month. I'll start in January, and then I started getting ready. So like, I think it was two thousand and twelve, thirteen, getting ready for a holiday, and I proper like researched it and worked hard. And it was just before, just as I started uni as well. So we research, I packed some research and that, and I'd lost a couple of a couple of pounds. I had like a six pack, and then. I was getting like compliments going, oh, how did you do that? How did you do that? It was just like, it was just don't eat just, shit, basically. Just, eat less of food than you. Just followed these like dead simple principles. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and it worked. Oh, and then who'd have fucking thought? But like the, the interesting thing about that is like, because I remember you doing that. And during that time, we, you were like, you were fasting, weren't you? You were doing like intermittent yeah. fasting. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the year after Zanti. Yeah. So it's uh, the first year to just, done it with anything and then the second was intermittent fasting mm. yeah and right. then my most recent one was 2018 when I was just eating everything I think I put a picture up haven't I it's on my Instagram uh, where like I've, I've dropped I dropped two stone mm. uh, but I was still quite strong in the gym and on a caption I put I've gone from eating two pizzas a day to one and it's not even a lie it's actually true <laughs> that's the best thing about it people go oh that's funny and I was like yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's true like... that's right that's literally the the advert tagline. Like, <laughs> eat one pizza instead of two. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, lost a bit there, Martin. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think we're all right now. Are yeah. We okay? Yeah, we're sound. But yeah, just yeah, yeah, sound. But we're then, sound. just basically, so from year on year, and I just started to get more experienced, and then, mm. uh, you know started learning it was more to do with bodybuilding stuff like packing muscle on bulking mm. and then cutting sort of thing but it was getting more and more experience and obviously and when i got to the gym 
Oh, oh. we've lost Sam again. Uh, just to completely explain altogether because it was strength. Sounds all right. My connection. You okay Sam. now? Yeah, Sam. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so for for a long a long time you were kind of training for like still bodybuilding. You yeah, were, it's, it's kind of like traditional sort of like bodybuilding, like bulking over the winter and then like cutting through the summer. Um, yeah, that type of thing. Which I think, to be honest with you, it's like a really legit way of figuring things out. Like bulk through the bulk through the winter because honestly, fellas, whenever you got to take your top off in the winter, unless you go on a holiday. Mm, uh, exactly. You'll get stronger. You'll probably feel better because usually people feel like shit through the winter. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, through this through this lockdown, through this most re- recent lockdown, I've kind of gone on like a little bit of a bulk, but more so, not necessarily to uh, gain muscle, though that is like a nice nice little byproduct. More mm. so to kind of try and make sure I'm going to increase my strength numbers when I get actually get back into like serious training. Cause obviously you've still got access to the gym. So I've still been going basically my excuses, got to make sure no one's robbed the place. Like make sure no one's robbed those, uh, <laughs> nailed down racks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically trying to like basically bulking up without adding, <laughs> without adding any, any fat on basically trying to trying to yeah. bulk as leanly as possible, but uh, see more of like an increase in the strength numbers because what I'd planned for this year was to like bulk till till about April anyway. I'd already decided on doing this <clears throat> based on um, the weight classes for um, for weightlifting. Uh, so at a minute, I've like yeah. I've competed in. There's an 89 kilo class and a 96 kilo class, and at the minute, I'm kind of I was smack bang in the middle in between the two. So I was like 92 and a half kilos for ages. And I was like, mm, do I cut? Do I bulk? Decided, ah, fuck it. It's a lot more fun to bulk, and then I can cut <laughs> through the summer. So like, if you do go on holiday yeah. or if like. <laughs> Do have to take my shirt off that I'm not just like a little pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so using that as like for anyone who might be listening and is like, oh, I'm not sure whether to bulk or cut. These are these are year long. These are multi month, multi year projects. Like, and I think that's something that people forget a lot of the time that if you don't commit to something properly. For the majority of the time, so if you, uh, in other words, if you don't commit to cutting for like six months, then you're probably not gonna lose as much body fat or be as shredded as what you thought you were gonna be. Same goes for committing to a bulk. Mm. Like the amount of people that will say, "Oh, I'm bulking, but I'm on fifteen hundred calories," and it's like, "Oh, that's not really a bulk. <laughs> that's that's like." That's like a fucking. No, it's not. That's like a little double meat. it. Exactly. Yeah, double it or triple it. You better if mm-hmm. if that is like a surplus that you're gonna be in, then fuck me. You must be like tiny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I think there's there's a point yeah. that we can do. We but no, can it's take like, out of that. Go on, sorry. Go on. No, it's basically what you're just saying. So like, 
I've been doing it for ages, but it works. You know what I mean? Mm. It, it's worth. I've gained muscle and I've lost fat over it. So yeah, it's just that um, it, it is a good way. I still stick by it, to be honest. Like you say, so do you. It's it's just a, it's just a like, good way, isn't it? And I'm, I've I've started both in the last two months just for when I get back. Mm. No, two months is quite short, but um, so the strength's still there. So I've got a bit of podge on me as well. Yeah, you know, my gym tops don't look as good. Yeah, well, that did it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, th- I think like sometimes it can be difficult for people to get get over like the mental side. Like if they've been used to like, because don't get me wrong, like two years ago I had like a visible like six pack, and now it's kind of like maybe like a four pack with a little bit of veranda over a little bit of a veranda over the toy shop type situation. <laughs> but, <laughs> but relating it back to, um, relating it back to the uh, training thing. I enjoy me training a lot more now because I know that I'm like stronger. I know that I'm a bit more like durable. Um, and You've got a shirt on like ninety percent of the time, so doesn't yeah, really exactly. matter, really. Although, if you do want to get shredded, then that's cool as well. Like, I, I always think that from being like, and you obviously know this yourself because I've seen the, the like the photo and like remember seeing you at the time. Getting shredded, it it can be difficult. It can be rough. It can be like really fucking tiring. I don't think it's like because I've I've been there myself like two probably more like three four years ago was super shredded like in unbelievable shape, but my sleep patterns were terrible. Like my relationship with food was fucking diabolical. Yeah. It was awful. Was doing like was basically training with weights four or five times a week and doing like three or four you'd call them like traditional in air quotes, like cardio workouts. So it's, it can be easy to fall into the trap of like wanting to have abs all the time where it's like, eh, you might as well bulk, get stronger, feel better about yourself. Then if you do have like a holiday or something that's coming up that you can plan for, then cut down for like cut down to get the photos taken on the first day. (laughs) <laughs> and then just enjoy the holiday. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. So is the plan. Yeah, and I think that's. Um, <laughs> I think that's like the, the, there's a couple of like good little points to come out of that. That mm. um, if your goal is to get abs, that's cool. But also, don't sacrifice like your enjoyment of things. Like like we've just said, it's still possible to eat pizza when you when you cut and wait. But also, don't. Don't overly restrict yourself uh, because you might find that you might get a little bit more moody. You might get a little bit more irritable. You might not sleep as well. Like all these, mm. all these things are factors in, in basically performing as a human. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's like, I think that's like super interesting because I mean, I've, I've said that like mine was like predominantly around uh, wanting to perform, which, which it was, but also the sort of bonus, the kind of bonus card that I used to use was um, that I would be in shape as a byproduct of that training. 
So if you can see it that way as well, that I'm going to perform, but I'm also going to be able to like look better as a byproduct. Like you're not going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, you're not going to lose like five stone of fat overnight, for example. So you might as well concentrate on improving your lifting technique, improving your running technique, getting, getting your water intake in order, like getting all these little things in order, which will get you the thing that you want but are actually slightly more enjoyable than just focusing on on getting abs. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, uh, I don't know, I just like you say, just all those little bit, bits and pieces together just makes it a bit more fun, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Now, I think that's, like, that's a very interesting question, and it would be interesting to get, um, I know Jane's, like, kind of similar to yourself whereas like she's obviously always been relatively active as well um mm. I know that Dougie played rugby um and basically now he's got a biscuit shoulder so he can't play rugby anymore um <laughs> <laughs> um so he like he found powerlifting which is obvious like that and that, that that's a, a kind of another thing about um those types of sports, like barbell sports, like powerlifting and weightlifting, you always have something else to train for. So if you enter a competition and you don't know how to fucking snatch, then mm. you better learn because otherwise you're gonna get some <laughs> of those, <laughs> you're gonna get some of those pity claps. Like I don't know if I, I edited a, a video oh, together yeah. of all yeah all the misses that I'd ever done in competitions and sent it to like our weightlifting group just to give them like something to laugh at because there's been a fair few in like the competitions that I've done and it's kind of like you won't always be perfect so just try and be better like try and be better than last time try and try and be better than your last lift <laughs> yeah it's like pretty funny to look back on that um it, it would be quite interesting to see to hear sorry what uh Dougie's, Jane's, and Joe's. I know that Joe played rugby up in, uh, pretty sure he played in Newcastle. I'm pretty sure he played over the water uh, when he uh, moved to Liverpool for uni. Um, so it'd be pretty interesting to hear what, like, what their sort of point of views are on that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just like, it's just like an interesting, an interesting thing to talk about, like how you kind of like, how like, your parents affect it. Um, how like your your environment sort of affects it, how the people around you kind of affect affect it, and if you've got like mates who are let let's say like wasters or whatever, but the fun to be around, if like you were com the complete opposite to them, do you know what I mean? Like if, if yeah, en enjoyed like you know getting fucking blitzed every single weekend, um. And you're like, oh, I'm kind of not really into that, but there's still me mates type thing. It'd be interesting to see how people deal with that because there's a, an old saying about you're like the average of like the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you're not getting the things... Yeah, that, that you, makes sense. Yeah, if you're not getting the things that you want, you're probably going to need to have a look around and see like who are you spending time with, what like good qualities do they bring to your life and what like what bad qualities do they bring as well 
I'm not saying like go and fuck all your mates off because that would just be <laughs> stupid. Like, oh uh, yeah, no, and, and he's an excuse to be honest. They're doing me, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. What mates? I know, yeah. <laughs> Ghosts. It, it'd be interesting to hear from because I, I do genuinely really enjoy uh hearing about stuff like that like especially when when people send like messages to the gym or to me or whatever um i like finding that kind of stuff out because yeah uh, there's, a, there's, there's a few people in the gym that are obviously like rugby players footy players uh there's even uh an international a national international maybe lacrosse player which is quite cool yeah <laughs> um but yeah like that those kind of origin stories in inverted commas are pretty pretty interesting and it also uh i think the more the more different things that you do when you're a kid the the better habits you develop when you turn into an adult um and the more kind of there's actually quite there's quite a lot of research on this which is pretty interesting i think you'd be, be interested in this to be honest with you sam but like single like early specialization in like a sport let's say let's say like uh little kid only ever plays footy like he loves footy uh which is sound like go and do something that you enjoy that you're active with blah 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 but let's say there's another kid who uh, plays footy, plays tennis, and like does something like jujitsu, maybe. According to like the general consensus of like research, if early doors, one kid specializes in footy, but the other one does like three, four, five different disciplines, when they get to that like maturation kind of phase of like, between 13 and 16 let's say and they've started to like the other guy has like cut out jujitsu fucking tennis or whatever and is just concentrating on footy then apparently that's like a really good uh way of determining who's going to be more successful the guy who's like the, the kid who's like just played footy since it was like two or the one who's played golf, footy, rugby, tennis, badminton, all these like different sports because they're put yeah. into like a variety of different situations. So like less injury prone, like um, more like athletically minded type thing. Whereas one is just like kind of one dimensional. I think that's quite an interesting, that's quite an interesting thing to think about, especially with kids because it's easy to like, just let them go into like one single thing. Whereas when I think about, I think like you, you touched on this a little bit as well. When I think about when I was a kid, we used to fucking do everything. Like we used to play, yeah. rugby, used to play rugby, we used to play fucking tennis, badminton, like literally fucking every, like cricket and rounders and all that. Even like hockey. I think I, I had a go at hockey once and was terrible at it. Um, oh yeah, it's crap though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. like ice hockey that's only because it was that's only because it was bad at the time. terrible and, and I always yeah. say it's crap is yeah, that what if, people say it's crap at golf like, people like I hate golf it's like could you I've said this before could you shit that it well yeah that, that's why wait and see it's a good shot <laughs> wait and see it's a good, a good couple of shots you're like this is actually alright this <laughs> yeah. yeah there's there's nothing better 
there's nothing better than when you go for like a round of golf. And I kind of liken this to when you're on like a, a competition platform for weightlifting. Uh, there's nothing better than absolutely creaming one down the driveway, down the, uh, the fairway. Fairway, that's it. <laughs> All right, that's how much of a golfer I am. Down the gra- <laughs> down the green bit. <laughs> yeah, a big green bit. Loads of lines, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it makes that boss noise. It's like the same as uh, as like weightlifting. Um, because like if you're playing with, so I've been for like a fair few, uh, like play golf with you and like and your dad and all that. Play golf with my dad and a load of his mates, like in like the societies and stuff like that. And it's kind of like being surrounded by these guys that you don't even know and they don't really give a shit whether you're good or not. But there's nothing worse than like stepping up to the tee and being like, oh, I hope I don't like fluff this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the worst thing. I said I'd rather take a penalty. In front yeah. of Anfield, in front of the cop, then have 30, 40 people look at me on the first drive. Let's run a first start because they're obviously yeah. have to do the way around now. Yeah. But yeah. just the nervousness is because you just judge that like, you, you play stuff for four hours, but that one shot in front of everyone, you're like, holy fucking terrible. Yeah. Me, me, like, I, I <laughs> you think that, it. Yeah, yeah. And it just like kind of, it doesn't even like leave the, 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 uh, like the space of the T. It just kind of like rolls off the T. <laughs> yeah. Just looks embarrassing. It's just like, yeah. oh, fucking <laughs> like, Who's brought him? Who's this fucking guy? You can't control his arms and legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think they me with the, with weightlifting as well, though, because even when it was, um, back doing it before lockdown and stuff when you get it right because it, it requires so much technique like you say before but when you get it right it feels so effortless oh yeah because yeah. of all the stuff it just feels amazing like you're like I, you just threw that weight up on the air and you just felt like it was a feather because it's just it, dead yeah. effortless Boss. felt felt effortless because you like literally nailed every sort of point of like what it should be yeah, yeah. i think that that feeling is like it, it. It generally, genuinely makes me sad that more people don't want to experience that. Um Because yeah. it is like it's a fucking awesome feeling. Um, it's quality, especially when you do it on like a competition platform as well. Like when you when you smash a PB on a competition platform, there's nothing better than that. Because um, there's like, I, I'm not sure if you've seen the video, but like the the misses because you're in front of a crowd. Like people give you this like horrible pity clap that's like, oh, when you, <laughs> and it's like, oh, just like, just open the door, like I'm, I'm getting off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, does it delta, please? Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than that. But I would rather like, I would rather that happen and then smoke something, like absolutely fucking nail something, and get like you know that buzz and that feeling of like. Yeah, I've just absolutely nailed that on the next go. Then, like, not experience it at all because it is like yeah. it is a funny thing. I think that's a really good segue into like the next thing that that we said we were going to talk about, which was like uh, funny competition stories. Now, thinking about mine, uh, there's 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 quite a few rugby ones that I'm not sure that I should tell really <laughs> like and, and they they relate to like they relate to like matches but i'm not sure that i should tell them because oh maybe i'll tell one of them the I'll, face. well there's a bit of that like 
<laughs> yeah, that's just standard. And I know it's um, boss. I don't know if he like he literally punched someone in the face, and it's like it's not even a foul or nothing. Oh, it is now. Oh, it is now. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I so, didn't know that. So, like this, <laughs> I've got, I've got two that I'll tell you. One's pretty funny, but the first one is just about that, right? So, we were in like a local derby. Uh, things got a little bit heated. Uh, me and me and one of the, I'm not going to like name him or name the team or anything like that because I don't think that's it's not going to be very productive. No. But me and one of their players have had like a bit of a history of getting in each other's faces and he was basically he tried to a couple a year a year or two before he tried to pick on one of our young kids right and i clocked it out of the corner of my eye ran over grabbed him by the throat he punched me so i absolutely fucking walloped him like i'll never throw the first punch but if you hit me then you're gonna get you're gonna get a smack back basically so, in this next one, same uh, he he'd gone to a different team. Uh, again, I'm not going to name him or like because it's just it's just like a bit cringy, really. And I promise you, this 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 story is like quite serious. But then the one after that is just fucking quality because like the guy the guy who had involved, he was just oh what a what a fella, right? So this next time, and it's touching back on the whole. Yeah, you can get away with punching someone. You're like, now you you can't at all. Like the referees, like they see pretty much everything. If they don't see something, then you know you've had a like a good day. But obviously they've got like assistants, and then like the stuff that's on the telly, they'll like cite people. Mm. So the next time I was like up against this player, like one of our lads took the ball in, uh, took the ball into contact. Um, it's called like rucking over where you just like pile over the player there wasn't really like that support around him when um, when he'd taken the ball in so one of their players had like managed to get over but another one of their players started stamping on our lad's head because he, he, he could see where the referee was but he didn't realise that like the linesman could like he was in like full view of it so I'd like ran over and like, cause stuff like that is like, that's not cool. Yeah, that's horrible. Huh? And like, they, they put a, they put a pretty funny picture on their uh, on the Twitter. I think this is why I like sacked Twitter off because they put a funny picture on the Twitter account. And to be fair, it's of me like swinging at this lad. Like you can tell, <laughs> it's like I'm like cocked back, connected like five six times. And this was a different player to the one that was on about before. But he <laughs> he runs over like because their players have like piled in on me. He runs over, so it's all this big melee. And he can he can tell that like the referees, like he can't see anything. He's like on the other side of this rook. And he just like pounds me with like five or six <laughs> different punches. And I'm like, fair play there. I got a red card. Right. The the lad who was hitting me, I got a red card for running over and punching the lad who was stamping on our player's face, which like Anyone in the right mind would do that, really. Yeah, do it for your teammate, wouldn't you? Um, the lad who ran over, who we'd had like the like bit of history with type thing, you could say. Um, he'd run over and like started punching me. He got a yellow card, which is like ten minutes, ten minutes off the field. So we're a player down in me. They're a player down for ten minutes, 
but nothing happened to this other guy, which was just like, I just like see, I was like fuming, like didn't yeah. didn't speak to anyone for the rest of the day. Like literally just like, as soon as the final whistle went, just like got, I didn't even have a shower, just like got in the car and like drove off. I was like, I was that angry with it. So I had to go to like a disciplinary thing. And like, fortunately, we were able to get all like the linesman because the referee didn't even speak to him, didn't speak to the linesman. He just like took it upon himself to go, yeah, red card, yellow card, like nothing for the, nothing for the guy who could have like blinded one of my teammates. Um, I was sat in this, in this like disciplinary thing with like these, these three old boys and the linesman (laughs) and one of our coaches. And to be fair to them, like, they were like, all right, can you explain what happened? So I explained it to them. And with rugby, you have this like thing where if you if you get a sim bin in or if you get sent off or whatever, you have to pay a fine. And if it's a red card, usually what will happen is if, if your club has got like decent standards, which my club, West Park, like we've got like super high standards. If anyone gets a, like a red card, then you've, you've let your team down, you've let yourself down, you've let your mates down you're probably not going to play until you get to a disciplinary, which could take up to a month. So you could potentially be missing like four matches. Um, And then you might even miss some more, but up until the disciplinary happens, I'm pretty sure that you can carry on playing. So at our other clubs don't do that, but at our club, I was like, I'm not going to be able to play now for like two, three weeks. Cause, cause I'm going to need to wait for a disciplinary. Like, I, I knew it was going. I knew it was going to happen as soon as like the red card like came out, but um, was sat in this thing and like the luckily for me like the linesman was like yeah the their player was stamping all over his head. When I was playing, I would have done the exact same thing. So I I honestly think that it's fair enough. The referee didn't didn't ask me for anything. Like he went over to I went to over to the ref. The only person I spoke to actually afterwards was the referee to say sorry for throwing a punch because they'll normally put like a good word in for you if you're like polite it's like yeah you were an idiot on the field which to be fair throwing punches is not going to get you anywhere really um but also stamping someone in the face isn't really cool it's probably worse isn't it well in fact it's not even probably it is worse it is worse yeah yeah so i ended up it was like they, they said you'd be banned for it should it should have been like a 12 week ban um, like 12 weeks from that date. So I would have already missed uh, like four or five matches. Um, and then another 12 weeks on top of that. But because of like the, because the referee had said, oh yeah, he said this to me. And um, because the linesman had said, yeah, he, I would have done the exact same thing. Um, they were like, yeah, you've, you've like served your time. So you're free to play again. So I was like, oh, cool. It ended up like yeah, being time. okay in the end. As frustrating as it is at the time, it's like it's probably gonna be okay in the end. Yeah. The next story, right, is a lot more light-hearted, right? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So people in the red stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the guys who played for us. Uh, a couple of years ago, I don't. He doesn't play anymore, but he's a he's a great great guy. Um, I don't know if you remember. We played a couple of matches on like a Friday night, and I'm pretty sure like David and Vanessa like came down. I think your mum and dad came as well, and uh, my mum and dad. But I'm not sure if if you did. 
Um, it was on, on like a Friday night under like floodlights and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, it was like good crack because it meant that you could get on the beers on the Friday instead of on the Saturday. <laughs> it was like you could get on the beers on the Friday and the Saturday and then have the Sunday to recover rather than just kind of having a few bevies on the Friday, being a, a little bit ropey on the Saturday morning, but being okay, like you can still play and then getting smashed on a Saturday night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we played this match. And this, this guy who was playing for us, I'd say maybe five or six months before, he'd been out for ages, like he hadn't played for absolutely ages. And he'd had a gastric band fitted for like a medical reason. I don't know what, I don't want to go into it, like what it was for, but he'd taken a ball in. And I think that like whoever tackled him had hit him like right where it would be. So like the, oh, no. the, ne- the next break in play, <laughs> the next break in play, he's like, so like we've all like the water's come on, like we're all having a, we're all having a rest, we're all having a break and all that. <laughs> um, he like kind of trots like towards the referee, like, <laughs> and you can tell he's like, he's clenching hard. He's clenching them cheeks hard. He like, goes over to the ref and goes, Sir, I think I've shit myself. I'm gonna to have to get off. <laughs> so we ended up having to play like another like ten minutes. Like I think it was like towards the end of the first half. So we ended up having to play like five or ten minutes with like with fourteen players because he hadn't like a like officially like subbed off or something. <laughs> but he had to like run off to go to the toilet. <laughs> he came came back out for the second half though, so it was all, it was all okay in the end. Oh god, god, bloody hell! What are the chances of that getting it round the spot where it is? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's funny that, but I'm I'm not uh, to this day. I still don't know because that that must have been maybe, maybe like six or seven years ago or something like that. Like I I think yeah. I think about that a lot because it's like you you'd risk like you'd risk no, actually yeah you should have been playing to a li- point. literally shitting yourself, but then. <laughs> <laughs> you'd risk you'd probably risk a cold brown to play rugby which like is great commitment to be fair yeah it is. probably wasn't expecting to get because he, he wore this like he wore this like pad thing and i'm not sure if that like made it worse because the the opposition must whenever you see someone's got like a, a load of tape on a body target it's a, it's a you, you straight away is like <clears throat> all right they've got a dodgy knee might be worth like you know taking a, a dive towards like smashing that knee maybe <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's maybe that's what it had something to do with it but yeah I, I think about that a lot like you'd be because I wouldn't be willing to do it if there was a chance that I was going to shit myself off like tackling someone or getting tackled then I'd be like no. nah, do you know what like it's not really for me <laughs> speaking yeah. of shit, speaking of shitting yourself I've got <laughs> another story, right, which is pretty funny. It relates to, like, quite a lot of fart jokes. But first, I've been talking for quite a while. So I'm going to let you tell, a, like, a funny competition story or two, which I think is probably going to be pretty funny. If as you say, it's golf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's only, I've only got one that springs to mind, but... Um... We, I think it was uh, our, our niece's 
because in the second or something, it was a christening. <clears throat> so we went over to Jersey, and I think it's, it was about 2016, 17, something like that. Yeah. Might have even been before, but it's years ago. And my dad said, why don't we play golf while we're, while we're over there? So I said, yeah, that's, that sounds. I'd be amazed. I'll never play golf in Jersey. Uh, so we didn't bring our clubs. Uh, my cousin Johnny, uh, at least his brother, he, he, he arranged for us to get clubs. <laughs> Uh, we were late because of the flight and we were going to miss our tea time. Uh, so, my uncle Johnny picked us up from the airport at the, the club, with his van, had the clubs in the back, you know, scrambling around. And when we got to the, when we got to the golf course, there was like, uh, you know, what did they call it? Like gazebos up, there was cars everywhere. There was, you know, people with suits on walking around with clipboards. And I was thinking, this isn't just a fucking normal round of golf. This, what's going on here? <laughs> And my dad said, "Oh yeah, it's uh, it's just it's just they've, they've got like a little competition. It's called the Ford Open." I went, "What? What? The Ford Open? Open? <laughs> it's like a proper competition? You just said it was like a round of golf." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, I've got my own clubs or not?" Uh, so I was like, "All right, just calm down. It'll be sound." Uh, and then when I walked when I walked in to get like a couple of drinks and that, I could see like the table set out, you know, for after all the rounds stuff with all that. Yeah. People who've won what trophies and stuff, I was thinking, fucking hell, so my heart rate was just going a million miles an hour. <laughs> and um, when it came to our tea time, we, we just walked, we, uh, our Johnny went to, yeah, let's go to the tea. So we got to the tea and then we were just practicing, talking about stuff, waiting for the next, you know, people to move down the fairway. And then the next minute, this fella comes down the path with a clipboard and, and proper goes, This is group number 14. Uh, ready to tee off at 11.05 so my ass hit the floor was there was a crowd? Like, no no well oh. I think there was people walking around but I think they were just family and stuff right yeah but it was it was very minimal I'd, very minimal I'd say <laughs> but I, I, thought, I said to my dad there's a fan with a clipboard and everything what have you brought me to yeah <laughs> so I I played shite all around like proper shit because I didn't have my own clubs <clears throat> Yeah, it was on the edge. <laughs> and uh, on one of the holes, there was a, if you got a hole in one, you won this uh, brand new Ford Fiesta or Focus, I can't remember which one it was. So I had my, I had my shot, Johnny is his shot, and then Johnny's mate is his shot. My dad was last, and he thinned his, <laughs> thinned his tee shot into the car. Into the car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Now. <laughs> but he was he thinned it that much, he missed the front window and the side window where the driver seat is and hit the metal bit and it was just a ball dent in there. <laughs> Imagine winning that car and be like, what's, I know. what's happened to it? Yeah, why is there a big Nike logo in the in the metal here? <laughs> but but yeah, it was just uh it was a boss experience, like because it was just just nerves I've never felt before in my life. Mm. That was a proper watching it. The tally, all we need to do is just say, oh, Sam from Liverpool, and then there's yeah. a big crowd or something. That's a bit, that's a bit just made me, like, I'm not even playing, I'm not even playing now. <laughs> just would have been like some golf shoes on the floor and like your, your bag just like going, <laughs> hitting the yeah, desk. yeah, <laughs> like that straight to the pub, yeah. But yeah, that was it, uh, it was good. So, every, anytime my dad says you want to play golf in Jersey, I'll be fucking rocking up with a. Uh, all like all the same gear on me. New clothes. Ford Fiesta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe he hit Of all the people, on, the crowd, uh, yeah. Of all like, the people, on, was, was it like was it on a specific hole as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that's another thing as well. He said uh, 
he was just joking around, but he said, we were going, oh, it's harder to hit the car than it is to get it all in one. Where he hit it. <laughs> so he said to the fella, can I have the car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's harder to hit the car and get a hole in one. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. That oh, that's funny. That <laughs> yeah. it's just um, just crazy, uh, crazy stuff. But it was boss, though. It was boss. All right. Go on. What was your next story, then? Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm not sure if I've told you this story, but it is like it is pretty funny, right? <laughs> so March. 2020 so this was literally the weekend before everything closed down last year um big gang of us go to middlesbrough to do uh what was it called the north like the north open series which yours truly king of the north ended up winning (laughs) 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 um Do you remember that was going to be like with the name of the podcast the king oh yeah yeah the king of the north and co <laughs> yeah, like we're um, just minions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you really going to address your king like that? <laughs> so don't speak right. to me unless spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'd followed this whole program that Coach Joe had sorted for me. Um so it was actually it was his first in person. I think I think it was his first in person. Uh, competition that he coached at I think that was it um, and so we basically trained like right up until the point and my last session was on the Thursday night <laughs> and trained on the Thursday night and after I'd finished from where our gym you know where the uh, the petrol station is a little bit further down the road don't you like from where the yeah, gym yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Normally after I finish training, I'll walk down there and get like a protein bar or some kind of like sugary like carb or something like that. Um, and as I was walking down there, I was like, oh, I feel f-. like I, the, the training session wasn't even that hard. Like it was dead easy. Like it was competing on the Saturday. So it was kind of like a just keep moving, like 60% mm. type territory. Um, <laughs> and as I was like walking back, as I was walking to the the shop, I was like, "Oh, I, I feel awful here. I feel absolutely terrible." <laughs> oh, I, I, I like, I, yeah, <laughs> I like started sweating like profusely. And I mean, when I train, I normally sweat quite a lot anyway. I'm a bit of a sweaty bastard when I'm when I'm training. Like as soon as I stop, I'm usually okay. But when I'm training, I'm like, my body is like sweaty. Like doesn't matter <laughs> what the weather's like. If it's freezing, I'm sweaty. If it's Roasting, I'm super sweaty. <laughs> yeah, it's that fella on an airplane where he's just that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's just like dripping down him. But that, like yeah. that, is what I would normally be like after I'd finished training, and then I'd be fine. Like five minutes later, like I get a shower and be fine. Like as I was walking there, I was like, oh yeah, this this like this doesn't feel right. Like this feels weird. Like I feel dead strange. I feel just like dead hot and bothered, like hot and sweaty. And it was annoying because even though Joe was like, he was like going to lead a weightlifting session. I was going to do like a bit of coaching in it, like on the Thursday night. Um, I was like, oh, I feel, I feel weird. So ended up just like leaving the keys with, with Joe and like going, I'm, I'm just going to go home. Like I don't, don't really feel great. I'm pretty sure now, obviously if you think back then, we didn't have any testing, 
and we didn't have any testing, so we didn't know what was going on. I I think that I might have had corona back then. Yeah. Um, didn't lose me. I don't think I, I didn't lose me smell or taste. I just got like a really bad. I was just like dead sweaty. Like I couldn't stop sweating. I just had like a really bad fever. Um, so I was like, I'll probably be all right once I have a sleep. Um, I'll like sleep all day tomorrow. And then like to the, fr- the Friday night, we were going to like me and Jane and a few of the guys that we were going with, we were going to like drive up to uh, Middlesbrough. Obviously stay overnight because it would be a bit of a drive in the morning. It's like you just paid for like a travel lodge or like a premier in or whatever. Um, <laughs> and I had to get Jane to drive there because I was like, I feel awful. It was like, hopefully, like if I have a, a sleep um, in the hotel, like as soon as we get there, I'll just be like polite to everyone, say hello and be like, yeah, I need to go to bed because I'm fucked. feel awful. It's like woke up on the Friday feeling well worse like woke up on a Saturday felt even worse but at, by that point I'd like developed the shits <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I don't think it's I don't think it's COVID like I think it's probably just like a stomach bug like that type of thing it's just a bit of a stomach bug so slept for as long as I could on like on the um on the Saturday Jane came back with like she she like it looked like she'd robbed a pharmacy like she had like <laughs> <laughs> like paracetamol ibuprofen all the like you know the tablets that like stop you from shitting yourself so i was like basically had a cocktail of of like of, <laughs> of stuff because I, I kept i kept saying to her like imagine if like on my first snatch or my first clean you just uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it's just like a cold brown on the platform. Like yeah. that'd be like, oh yeah, that that it'd be like all over the internet, and like I can't cope with that. So anyway, started to feel like more human. Obviously, the closer it got to the competition, um, like to like my like kickoff time, um, the more sort of stuff I was taking to try and negate these like these like stomach cramps like because i was like i was like proper but i was like proper in the fetal position i was like bowled over feeling absolutely horrendous i can't um, believe you carried on with it no one's done this i know yeah i was like fucking come all this way driven like 300 miles or whatever like even if like i was like i i, I don't feel like i've uh, like i'm gonna win on the day it was like a a three round thing so it's like a, a like a series thing oh right um, okay so i was like if i just like get a total then i can worry about it later ended up like performing pretty well but the, f- the funny thing that happened was as we were like warming up i was like all right laser focused felt fine like pushed through it um which is probably not the best term really because before, <laughs> before, before, like we started warming up, I was like running back and forth to the toilet, and like my singlet that I was wearing, it's got like a zip in the in the middle, and I know now why it must take must take women so long to get ready for nights out, like trying to zip stuff up. So I was like having to like zip it down, try and go to the toilet, just end up violently farting for like two minutes. <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> that would ha- happen, like, four or five times in, like, the hour before I was, like, due to start, like, you know, warming up and then the competition starting. 
But uh, the closer it got to it, the more all this like this like cocktail of stuff was like kicking in, and I was starting mm. to feel more and more human. So I was like, okay, I think I think we're all right. Just gonna need to like, I was gonna need to like load up on water because I felt like you know when you can feel yourself like you're dehydrated and you like yeah. you you're like horrible, your mouth's dead dry and you kind of like I kind of like I'd like blurred vision because everything that like I was drinking I just felt like I was pissing out. I, I, I don't know what the hell was the matter with me. But um, so it gets to the competition, uh, finish up like snatching, done all right, put myself in like a decent position, was like unsurprisingly, surprisingly, sorry, surprisingly, didn't shit myself. And I remember saying that to Joe, right? And he was like, he was so serious because obviously he wants to put in a good performance as a coach, like completely agree with that. I'm kind of like a happy-go-lucky type guy in them situations. Like, well, the next thing that that happened is we were warming up for the clean and jerks. And so, for people that don't uh, know Olympic weightlifting, so a clean is where you get it to your shoulders, and then a jerk is when you like split your feet, or it, generally where you split your feet and hold the bar over your head. <laughs> As we were warming up, like one of the guys that was like in my weight class, so it was like a direct competitor. We both like started warming up and he caught a clean on his shoulders. Like we both caught like our cleans at the same time. We were like directly facing each other. So proper staring, staring each other out. And as he caught his clean, he went (laughs) and just let out the (laughs) biggest fart. (laughs) So I stood my clean up, like gave him this little smile and just went, nice (laughs) joe like joe who'd been serious for like the whole day he just like broke down laughing was like (laughs) are you fucking messing you're saying you've been ill you've taken all these drugs like you feel dehydrated you goosed and you're like commenting on what he's doing what are you playing at (laughs) (laughs) i was like maybe i'm not the only one that's in this boat maybe he's worried about shitting himself as well (laughs) <laughs> just, everyone, everyone stop a second everyone just stop is everyone worried about shitting themselves yeah, 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 yeah. It's, just, it's just normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I thought that like that that like perfectly summed up my competition day and then obviously a week later everything got shut anyway so it was kind of lucky that was I'm like still here. I know yeah I think that I think that was probably the last in-person competition that they ran I think pretty sure. Um, but hopefully they'll be back soon, and yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be back in the gym. Yeah, uh, so yeah, there's a, a good couple of stories, like a couple of little origin stories. Um, it's time for a little Instagram. So, what have you got for us this week, Sam? Uh, doesn't have to be fitness I'm... related. Doesn't have to be training related because mine isn't training related. I just think it's fucking. Stupid and funny. Uh, I haven't really got. I've just seen the same thing crop up again with the uh, with contradictions. Mm. But just like some of them are just getting worse. <laughs> the one I seen was a. Uh, it, it was a. It was for you know a positive body imaging, and it was a. Mm. Uh, it was about a, a plus size model basically saying. Uh, I think the person was saying like. You know, this is great and stuff. You know, which is which it is. You know, like you should feel comfortable in your own weight and stuff. Mm. Uh, blah blah blah. You know, like, excellent. You know, people feel comfortable now. People who are overweight, overweight, and then 
at the end, you put maybe you could start with salad soon. No, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are you messing? So it's like just completely undone. Like, I I wish that this was a video podcast because my I was not res- I wasn't wasn't expecting that at all. Like that so, is terrible. I don't know. That's so terrible. I started thinking to myself, have they just done that to start making a joke of it, or is this stupidity that high uh, yeah. that they've not realised what they've done? Yeah, oh, that's they, true. Fuck it start thinking of them. Are they are they starting to like just just trying to get a laugh out of it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like. What the hell? What? Like, honestly, <laughs> they're not ju- they must have filled 140 characters, but they were just going like, oh, this is boss and all that. And I could do it with a salad, though. I was like, oh, oh my God. Uh, oh, my God. That's just, terrible. And then I went on this person's Twitter, and, you know, you could, you could just imagine what it was like. It was just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just crazy. But it was just... I, I, like, I was genuinely shocked and, and confused. Because <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Either that you can't be that stupid. There's no way you can be that stupid. Mm. Or they're trying to do it for the laugh, which I think it's number two. I'm trying to think they've built up this massive thing to try, which is horrible in itself. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it could trying to it, get attention. It could exactly. That's what I was going to say. It could be to to try and get some attention because, like, mm. obviously a load of people that that's going to generate traction, isn't it? Like, and people are going to yeah, like re- like react to that. Which is which they did, which they yeah, did, yeah, so. yeah, and then like that, that like sort of exposes a load of uh, a load of people to uh, this person's fucking. What did you say it was on Twitter or in Instagram? Yeah, on Twitter. No Twitter, it was. Yeah, probably yeah. going to like expose a lot more people to their account. So yeah, like it, it probably, it's probably a combination of the person's a bit of a dick and they they think that they're better than everyone else. Yeah. Like, because that's like a lot, a lot of that kind of stuff with like posting like that. That's like a big problem that I that I always assume. Like, assume like if you're gonna if you're gonna talk shit about someone that's like a different shape to you, or like might be carrying like a bit more body fat, then you're probably a knob. You're probably yeah, like a exactly. bit of a knob, really. Um, and well, also, people to, have been going I was just gonna say, and also to like get attention as well. Like, yeah, that's probably I think that's the main thing, isn't it? Mm. But I've, 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 I don't know whether it's like a campaign going on, but they've just started now. I haven't been like a few celebrities that uh, they're not going on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, they're just mm. cancelling all the social media accounts now. I know Thierry on me, he's done it as well, but I was thinking that no, no one's going to follow that. I don't think I think it'd be good if celebrities do it, mm. but then uh, like no one's going <laughs> to. No one's gonna care if I do it. I, I'm gonna stand with Terry on me. Followers. Who's who's gonna know? Who's gonna yeah. know? Who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm standing with these. We don't care. Yeah. We literally don't care who you are. <laughs> cancel it then. Cancel yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, cancel everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's like that's frustrating. That uh, that is that is frustrating. Like. That's the, that's the thing about about like social media though. It's like you try and people try and get get reactions, like trying to get yeah. a reaction out of someone, and it's like it's like uh, that bit. Going on, sorry, just going on what you're just saying. Then it's like um, I don't know whether you've seen Joe International Women's Day a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Did you see yeah. what Burger King has put? Oh yeah, like that backfired when, on them. 
Yeah, <laughs> where he said it was something that was saying like women belong in the kitchen or something, wasn't it? And I was just like, are you fucking crazy? Do you, do you know what it said that like after that, but it like it had already backfired on them at that point. It's it's sad, and this kind of relates to um, to what I'm gonna what my Instagram is as well. Um, what Burger King said was uh, women belong in the kitchen, and the next one was like if they choose to be there. Or if they don't choose to be there, or like something like that, it was like just contradicting shit. It's like, yeah, you yeah. obviously you obviously put that first one up to get a bit of a to reaction, a reaction. and then yeah. you, you've tried to cover yourself with the next one, and then the next one's just kind of like basically put the the final nail in the coffin. It's like you say say these things to get a reaction out of people, and you're probably gonna get it. I mean. Me and Jane were talking about this the other day. But like Burger King don't really need to advertise like at, at this at this point, do they? Like those no. kind of chains like Burger King, Mackey's, like, do they really need to advertise? Probably not, because are they in danger of like going out of business anytime soon? Probably not. So yeah. they can literally do whatever they fucking want. It's probably not gonna affect the the sales. Cause like at the same time that that's happened, there's like a fifty percent off thing at like Mackey's and Burger King, so people are still going to go and buy the fucking ten pence burger anyway. <laughs> I know. Madness. It's frustrating that though, isn't it? That's it's that's like that's a frustration I've got like, with like <laughs> that's how much power someone's got mm. where they can say and do whatever they like. With I, no, with no previous president of a certain country who I will not name can literally say and do what they want without facing any consequences at yeah. all. Yeah. Like the whole the whole like censorship thing. It's like censoring people. I don't really think that goes down a good path either. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I I agree, yeah. But obviously if we're still talking about like we're talking about like the social media companies, like these are like private companies and they can do whatever they fucking want. Like mm. So it's 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 one of those things that like we could go we could kind of go round in circles all day long. I know. I just gonna say, I mean, we've started, haven't we? We're on a yeah. circle. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is like that. Is who you talk? You weren't talking about Robert Mugabe, were you? <laughs> <laughs> when 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 you said that, I was like, I can't think of like a president of another country, Robert Mugabe. He was like. Was he like he was Zimbabwe, wasn't he? The Zimbabwean so, president. He might be. Don't quote president. me on it. Like I, I, I'm not an expert, sure. but yeah, I was talking right. about yeah, Donald Dump. <laughs> yeah, Donald Dump. Um, yeah, like he, he was kind of like. I think that was like a uh, a bit of a. It was a bit of a mad time that wasn't it. Like such a, like yeah. a divisive like. A great. He wasn't like a uniter. He wasn't like someone who was going to bring people together. He was always going to like create further divides. And like, yeah. as, as entertaining as it is to see it, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> yeah, it's but it's entertaining though. You can imagine that yeah. Donald Trump would be a half decent comedian. <laughs> Pure wait. Firstly, for the way that he looks, he's a fucking funny looking dude. Um, yeah. And, and secondly, because like some of his comebacks are just like ridiculous, 
Like, imagine if, if he was, like, on stage and someone started heckling him, and he'd be like, ooh, ooh, you. Fucking stupid voice. Right? Yeah, Donald Trump was never going to, he was never going to, like, unite anyone. He was only going to create, like, further divides. Like, well, this is what I was saying, sorry, getting back to, like, the point I was going to make. Um, he was never going to unite anyone. He was always going to divide people. Um, and I think that for the the job, it's it's okay to to be like that, but not if you're the president of like the most powerful country in the world. Like, yeah, how many people do you know were like? How do we all know people who you the like Marmite? You either absolutely love them or you fucking hate them. Like he was just that, but on a bigger scale, and was a bit more of an asshole with it. Like with some of the shit that he came out with. So yeah. it's one of those that like he he probably he shouldn't have said a lot of the things that he did say. He should have never been president, really. Like no, I think I think he um, the, like I get why people voted for him now, which is which does my head in. But like coming to terms with it now, I get why people voted for him at the start because he just wasn't a politician. People yeah. were just sick of the same That's old politicians yeah. and the yeah. same old things. Yeah, and it, here comes this rambling maniac. <laughs> saying I love America don't yeah. you love America and then I'm like yeah. Oh, yeah yeah I do yeah, 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 yeah. like the uh, the branding for that like make America great again like that is like that is some like genius shit right there like because yeah. that's probably always gonna and like walking around with it on a hat and all that like wearing a make America great again hat <laughs> like have you seen, <laughs> have you seen a, a, some fucking to his rally and it's got make a make America great again. And he takes his cap on and says "Made in China." <laughs> of course, it is. <laughs> oh, boss. Yeah. No, I think I think to be honest with you, um, and funnily enough, I, me- I meant to message you before because uh, a video popped up on my YouTube, which was uh, you know when they do the change of the parliament, right? I think it's like the, the the state of parliament or something like that and the fella like bangs on the door and he gets let in to parliament and then like summons all the um summons all like the the, the all the politicians into the <laughs> house of lords right there's a there's an mp i'm not sure if he's if he's dead now um called dennis skinner right and you should definitely check this out because you'd love some of like his uh some of his like his comebacks to this to this guy. So this guy walks in with a big stick into Parliament and goes, "The Queen like wants you to come through to the the House of Lords." Um, and like once he's finished talking, like this this fella Dennis Skinner, who's like a late Labour politician, he'll come out with like a one liner. They're like, "Tell her to pay her taxes. Tell the Queen to pay her taxes, or something like that." And on another one, on another one, <laughs> on another one, he goes. Tell her to get a move on because the first race is on at half two. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. It was like a five minute video of just this guy just rinsing this guy who was like, it was like part of it, like, you know, this the ceremony of like British Parliament, but it was just proper yeah. entertaining. Like, and that I, I think that's like you need people that are like relatable that are yeah, gonna 100%. be in charge. But also on the flip side of that, I don't really think 
I don't really think anyone who anyone who should be like a politician or like a prime minister or anything like that. I don't think that they're in politics. They're in like successful businesses. Do you know what I mean? Like the, there's yeah. like there's, there's people that could probably help solve like a lot of crisis by like running the government like it's a business. Potentially, I don't know. That's probably just like yeah. just a bit of a random thought from me. Um, and running it like probably with like maybe a yeah a, a, a little bit a little bit of a different approach. As I, as I imagine, it's a very complex situation. Like mm. uh, with it all, I know. Uh, I think. Um, but you want to chip the end of the day, aren't you? Questionable. Is that just broke? Is that just cut yeah, out again? Cut out a little bit. But it was, it was fine. It, it caught up and like didn't lose any audio. Oh, sounds. Did you go dead fast? Dead fast. Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Do you, this is going off again. Do you ever remember? Um, oh my! <laughs> I don't know why this is just popping to me. Yet. Do you remember Windows XP? Yeah. And it had uh, it had uh, Microsoft Sam. Yeah, and and it used to you can slow and speed it up, whatever you yeah. say. <laughs> That's what you were then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. If you just type anything in, you can go like dead slow. <laughs> but uh, I won't. I'm not going to say what the stuff I used to type in. Very inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can imagine that, like. Yeah, like you said, then like running a country, it probably do you know what? That was probably a pretty stupid thing of me to say, to be honest with you, really. Because what what business is gonna have? Like looking at America, what business is gonna have like three hundred and thirty million employees? Like looking at the UK, what business is gonna yeah. have seventy million em- employees or like people to look after? So it probably is like a pretty difficult job, like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a, it's just interesting to think about. I mean, I would never want to get into it. Um, no, purely no, because I don't really think that it's not it's not really like something that doesn't really a- appeal to me, and I don't really. I always feel like it's a bit of a, a bit too much of like a fucking rah 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 boys club type thing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's it's very old fashioned. Yeah. Very yeah. dated, I think. Like uh, some of the the stories that um that I've heard about, like um about like Congress in America, and about like Parliament in the UK, is that it's like it's like school, it's like being in school. Like yeah, oh you're yeah, not vo- stuff. <laughs> you're not voting on this because of that because like she called you a bitch or whatever, and like you're not voting on this because of this that and the other, and it's like you're more more interested in like coming out as like looking the best than you are about solving the problem so yeah pro- oh, no. yeah. probably because it's men as well mm. like well uh, yeah can't can't fucking put the egos in 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 the yeah. pocket for a for an hour a day i can't remember where i read it but um uh, there's probably this fella what he's dead now called christopher hitchens have you ever heard of him? oh yeah 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 he uh he wrote this big massive thing about like how the world would be so much advanced now if it was just women leaders, yeah, and like it, it, it's unbelievable. Like when you read some of the stuff, even just now, if you just 
I mean, look at New Zealand mm. and uh, back Germany and stuff like that. You know, they they run by women. Just they're so like it's just I, so much better. I'd, I I'd, I'd love to have like a counter to that though. Oh, so yeah. Sorry, I, I oh, completely it's... forgot about it. <laughs> well, Maggie. <laughs> well, there's, there's that, and also uh, what's her face as well. What's her name? The other one, like re- the more recent one. What the fuck was her name? What's her name? That's it. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, but, I but then, but then you, you you don't you don't know how much of that is like compromise on stuff. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's, like, it's it's just it's a, it's a complicated thing. I know. Hang on a minute. What is, what's your Instagram name, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine kind of uh, right. Do you follow uh, Squat University on Instagram? No, no, no. I've never heard of them. So it's a good, uh, like, good uh, resource, like for reliable, like, technical information. Um, uh, like prehab and rehab exercises, kind of like a pre. I think he's like a pretty sure he's like a doctor of physical therapy, or he's a physiotherapist or something like that. Um, he's written a couple of books. Like a pretty good, like knowledgeable guy. Uh, seems to uh, want humans to think about longevity. Seems to be like his overall message, which definitely agree with. Like we should be able to train basically from the age of 10 till like when we die yeah is my honest opinion that like you should be able to train for that long like and see like a constant rate of progression um over the course of years obviously you're probably not going to be hitting any pbs in your like <laughs> 70s and 80s if you started training yeah. when you were 10 like you're probably going to hit your peak around your 30s, let's say, tw- late 20s, 30s, let's say. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but you should still be able to perform, like, resistance exercise, like, obviously, provided you get enough sleep, diet, all this kind of stuff. Like, I'm just kind of trying to paint a bit of a picture. And surrounding him, there's this, like, kind of little subculture of memes that get thrown <laughs> out, like... Oh, Squat University said this. Back to bodyweight squatting. Uh, Squat University said that. Oh, I get to squat with an empty barbell now, like, before, like, I progress up to anything, right? So there's this whole, like, subculture of, like, sub-memes type thing that relate to him and the information that he's given out, right? And so the other day, I think it was on, like, what day is it today? It's Friday, isn't it? Um, I think it was on like Monday or Tuesday, put a post on Instagram. And I don't normally like, I don't normally see his posts. Um, sometimes there'll be like a video that I think is interesting. So I like sit and watch it. Like don't tend to read them, but I just noticed that there was quite a few comments on this one. <laughs> and the scenario was, uh, which is more impressive lifter a who squats 500 pound so 500 pound is what is it uh 200 227 kilos right lifter a squats in training 
227 kilos perfectly with no hip shift, no knee valgus, so no knees knocking together, uh, no hips rising early, squats it with perfect technique. Lifter B squats 300 kilos with uh, a slight hip shift and knee valgus. My opinion is lifter A is more impressive, right? And so he went on to explain that, like, obviously in terms of training, um, in terms of training, uh, we obviously want to make sure that things are per- as perfect as they can be. Like in competition, yeah, go for it. Like I did a video recently on sumo deadlifts on how the technique of Charlene, who was lifting in the video, wasn't perfect. But there was a few technical changes that we made on like to the lift and it ended up being successful. Like it was a miss and then a make, right? So he's gotten absolutely roasted saying that he he wants to like score. <laughs> he wants to score um, powerlifting events, you know, like in gymnastics where they hold the cards up. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> for, for, how good the te- <laughs> for how good the technique is. But all the people that are making the memes have missed the point that he he literally says in training, he does this. In training, they do that. Now, if you're squatting with obviously suboptimal technique in training and it's like a consistent thing, then it's obviously going to leave you more susceptible to getting injured. Just a fact. Yeah. Like If your hips are shifting on every single heavy squat, and you get a knee valgus on every every single heavy squat. <clears throat> you need to get to a you need to figure out. Like, don't get me wrong, squatting three hundred kilos. If it was in a competition and like let's say the butt rose up first and shifted to the right, and then the knees knocked together, but they still got it. It'd be like, yeah, that's fucking sound because it's in a competition. Don't give a shit what it looks like. You got it up. You didn't get hurt. Let's concentrate on fixing some of those technical things. Yeah. So. He got absolutely fucking toasted, like all over like <laughs> Instagram, like people were taking a piss out of him. There's a few that I thought were hilarious. Um, so what I wanted to put into Instagram is people rinsing things without any context. So they've just yeah. seen they've just seen this, like they've read the headline and not read the article, which is like a big problem in a lot of things. Like study finds this, like. Yeah, and they got like limitations. Yeah, methods and 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 all that kind of stuff. It's like you've read the headline, but you've not read that. You've not considered the context that it's in. So my Instagram for this week, as well as like the whole political system, (laughs) (laughs) as well as democracy, (laughs) (laughs) is um, as well as that is people reading the headline without reading the article. So I thought that, like, I went back and read it because I seen the thing and was like, oh, this is going to get some hate, this. Like, thinking, this is going to be fucking terrible. Like, he's going to get absolutely rinsed. In the comments, he was getting slaughtered to pieces. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he he's, he's, put an informa- he's put a lot, a shitload of free information out to try and help people. That's like, kind of feels like it's on, obviously he's got vastly more followers than, than us. Don't want to say how like 
successful he is or not because I don't know the guy, but he puts out a shitload of free information which is relatable to the type of things that, that we're coaching at our gym and this, the shit that we're into as well. And so it, it kind of felt a little bit, you know, a little bit out of order of all these people just like going for him. Cause it's like, cause it, I, I, like I said before, it's like reading the, the headline without reading the article. So yeah, that was what I wanted to put into Instagram this week, but you should definitely go and check it out. I think it's like a couple yeah, well. of posts. It's a couple of posts back. And he's, he's definitely, <laughs> he's worth the follow as well. Got some like some great content, like obviously. What's it called? Like, Squat University. Squat University, yeah. Got some like some great stuff. It's literally a couple of um, couple of posts back. It's yeah, lifter A squats six hundred and fifty pounds in training with a hip shift and slight knee cave. Lifter B squats five hundred pounds in training with great looking technique. Both are impressive, but lifter B is more impressive. Agree or disagree? And yeah, like some of the comments are just absolutely <laughs> savage. Like, absolutely well, some of them anyway, savage. some of them are horrible. Like. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, that's what I wanted to put in, in, into Instagram. Oh, yeah. that's a good one, man. And I think that, I think that's a good, a good point to end this episode of the podcast, episode nine of the Strength Code podcast. Thanks very much for making it this far. Um, if you've got any comments, please keep them to yourself. <laughs> yeah only joking especially especially if it's about capitalism yeah. and, uh, <laughs> don't want to wear it Not, none of those guys in parliament I think this is why I couldn't be a politician because none of the people in I, I know that I was just about to do an outro there no, yeah, <laughs> you just sorry. triggered me uh, none of those people in Parliament lift weights, and and it shows, guys. It fucking shows. Like that's why they're always at, at each other's throats. Like go and grab yeah. a barbell. You'll you'll get a bit of a smile on your face, and and you might actually solve some fucking problems instead of creating a load of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point on uh, to end the podcast. That was, that was a fun one, that, mate. That was good. Like um, good little chat. So, yeah, episode nine of the Strength Code podcast. Uh, a couple of little origin stories, some funny competition stories, a good bit of info about uh, politics. And, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode of the Strength Code podcast. <laughs>